Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. Light me at five. Like, where's the line? Five. We're, we're figuring this out. <laughs> this is Light Me at Five. Light Me at Five. With Dean Jernigan. Rusty Nixon and Jason LaBoom. Light me at five. <sighs> Guess I'd turn the mics on. That would be a good idea. <sighs> uh, welcome to Light Me at Five. You weren't even looking for it. You're looking at your fucking phone, man. <laughs> I was checking our time, man. As I'm keying. Uh, my my clock here, dude. The one thing I got how is you think time. I, how do you think I wizardry? I, that's, I'm that's like a wizard over nope. here with my wizardry. <laughs> wizardry, you practice wizardry. You can't do. You're like, how do you think I wizardry? <laughs> how do you think it's it's like wizardry? What I do here when it comes to my timing, casting spells and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you point? He pointed. I pointed. pointed. All right, cool. We started then. What's up, everybody? Uh, thanks for joining us. If you've been enjoying the shows, share that shit, man. Give us a good rating. If you haven't been enjoying the shows, what are you doing? Standing around listening for? Go fuck off. <laughs> anyway, it's been a while since we've been in the studio. And uh, uh, if you go back uh, six, seven episodes at this point, oh, coffee. Just, this has all been pieced together. For, um, like, it was, uh, it was only four, but yeah, it was. No, wait a minute. It wasn't that many. It would have been one, two, three, four, at least four ago. At least four. Yeah. All right. So at least a month ago, yeah. uh, coffee came in for a couple of, uh, right. a couple of episodes while Jason was on vacation. Right. Uh, uh, and, and, and I made it sound like. Um, Jason was on vacation for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, but we record we record uh, a couple of episodes whenever we get together. Right. We, we work yeah. on an alternate timeline that right. we can't even follow. Yeah, that we have no. <laughs> this idea. is like this is like a college student's uh, final <laughs> film project where they're like, "You just gotta pay attention, bro. There's <laughs> gonna be a lot of jumping around." <laughs> Messages. Always check your messages whether we meet. Because, like, like uh, what was it last week? We couldn't meet because Rusty kept I, fucking I was, up our jive. Yeah. And uh, I don't even remember what it was. I just remember fucking up our jive. Because literally the day before, we had a conversation where we're doing pod. And we're like, yeah, man, let's get in the studio. We got this okay, shit. Okay, now, now <laughs> let's, let's put that in context. You heard the rant before we turned the mics on about why I... Fucked up your jive, and I want to know. Rusty's getting a divorce. That's yeah. basically <laughs> pretty soon. I'm early, early stages. I'm getting divorced. Yeah, that, that's for sure. If he has to, if he has to look through boxes that have been packed for 20 years, one more fucking time. I'm, Rusty's getting. Oh Rusty's going to buy an RV okay. and live in the parking lot across the street. Now I might be getting divorced because she listens. So I, it's <laughs> over with now. It's over with now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm right now. I'm not going home after we're done. I'm <laughs> going to set up a cot here in the studio. And I'm not leaving. Don't let him fool you. He controls the beef. Yeah. He, can, he can beef all <laughs> of totally. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right there. 
<laughs> somebody one time a long time ago somebody i don't know what what drugs they were on or what i'm in a bar and he goes i heard you beat your wife i'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> and i looked at him i said do you even know my wife i was gonna say she whooped if, this shit if out I of you raised a finger <laughs> to her, she would beat the fuck out of me there's no chance in the world i've ever threatened her in any way yeah, the ronda rousey of plymouth she can. T- that's one of the things that yeah. attracted me to her. They, she, uh, can she can, can fuck me up. She, no, no. The whole like idea. riding a wild stallion. You know? They're getting arguments, and Rusty's like, "I'm not that scared you- to fight you." Okay? <laughs> I mean, I am kind of scared, but not that scared. Hey, that's what attracted me. I'm not afraid to punch you. That's what I like that you can take a no, punch. She can take a punch. That's what I liked about it. She's one. Do you want? Do you attracted to a woman who needs you to go fight all her battles and get you know? Well, it it depends. Me. Go beat it depends. How how big is her mouth? Right. Is she one of those people? Uh, no, I'm saying the woman that you need to file her battles, <laughs> is she starting shit all the time? Yeah, that's well, the question. Like, uh, okay, no, like, like are we about... out at a bar and she's like, my fucking boyfriend, yeah. he will be... Like, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know her. Do you know who I no. am? See, but that's I'm the thing. James LaFoon. F- James LaFoon. <laughs> Let me talk slow, but his hands move fast, motherfucker. You she, know what I'm saying? She doesn't do that. What she would do is start the beef, and then she would be the one that me- was going <laughs> to kick your ass. She wouldn't even come to find me. She would be the one that said, you know, you're a piece of... I'm going to kick your... And that would be that. I, it would be nothing. She is not afraid. Well, she had 12 brothers. So she Jesus was, Christ. Yeah, there were 13 kids 13 in the family. Kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, yeah, they, no, she had 11 brothers cuz she had two sisters. Catholic family. Damn. <laughs> like this is not like pre like depression. No. Yeah, she from a farm. Uh <laughs> she's from close to where Dean lives actually. You heard yeah, probably a farm. She grew up not very far from farms. where you're at. Yeah, I'm yeah. surrounded by farms. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I had to go violent toads. I had to go for work. I had to go to this place do some customer service shit and they have a bunch of Amish people that work there. And there's all these buggies with no horses sitting there. And I'm like, I wonder where they keep these horses. They had a whole pole barn built. It's just full of fucking horses, because that's the parking lot. What? I I guess if you got a stable hand, I guess if you're used to that, I'd be all worried that someone steal my horse, but I get the wrong brown horse. Or oh, these are very small Indiana towns where I'm pretty sure everyone kind of knows everybody. Okay, the Amish. Do you know which horse? The Amish have come them? up here before. My sons work with a lot of Amish folk, and I'm finding they're extremely racist. <laughs> against uh, Amish people. And I I don't understand that cuz I've been around a lot of Amish but I've never had a a problem with anybody. I've had like um I've gone into places before where uh, <laughs> like a lot of trailer factories. I'll go there and have to do things where you know, I'm working online right. with them but I'm not do you know, I'm right. completely yeah. independent. And so I'll need like a workspace and like a place to lay out my stuff. Sure. And every time I go into a shop that's like all Amish people they're just very, very like short and like. That's because you're the English, right? Like, like I go in there and you're I, going I, to I, I'm going. Is there a place I can set up where I'm not going to be in your way? Why, if you're here, you're in our way. So just set up wherever. <laughs> just stuff like that all the time. Okay, maybe I understand a little yeah. more. But see, I've never had that kind of a. That's because you're experience. an English man. You're going to hell. They don't got shit about what you <gasps> you think or say. You're, you're, I know they're a closed yeah. community. They don't. They That's don't play well it. with us. My problem 
with the whole goddamn community. They need to clean that horse shit up. There is actually. Why a, don't you have a bag? I thought it had to do a law about sir. that. Yeah, but they, it doesn't they, change they, the fact I see horse shit on the highway no, they, constantly. They fought it and won. How? I got to clean up my dog shit, <laughs> and they don't got to clean up their horses shit. Yeah, someone I saw. I I can't remember where I read this, but someone brought up a good point. Um, I saw a squirrel shit one time in my life. I just happened to look out my window and there's a squirrel shitting, and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen a squirrel right. shit. I right. So like right around the same time this happened, I there's a thing on the internet where someone had a thing like I saw a squirrel take a shit today. And I see squirrels all the time, and I've never seen a squirrel take a shit. And someone posted, it's like, yeah, that is weird. I rarely see horses, but every time I see a horse, it shits. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, that is true. That like, is weird. You see squirrels way more than horses, but you see horse shit more than you see squirrel shit. Oh, yeah. There's a uh, there's a big field. So the, the academy is, I'm just, I'm just going to say that, the academy, so I don't give away my, I don't dox myself. There's a prestigious military academy I'll not far them. from me. Right. And uh, <laughs> just write to us. We'll tell you where he wait, lives. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we'll give you his wait, phone wait, number. Hold on. I don't know if I'm in the right area. Is it? Is it a prestigious military academy that starts with the letter C? No. <laughs> H. Close. H. H. Hogwarts. Oh. oh, that's what I've called the damn okay. thing. It's a huge yeah. castle and shit. Yeah. Anyway, they yeah, the, the one. The only one I can think of around here isn't even <laughs> open anymore. It's closed. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. They are closed. The H one. Yes. Yeah, they are closed. Yeah, there you go. I live next to a closed military academy <laughs> that has uh, that has uh, uh, is known for this famous uh, horse brigade, right? Right. And they got now like, you just gave it completely away. <laughs> if you're fucking familiar with the academies, you the may horse as, brigade military academy. You may as well just horse, go ahead and say H. it now. Horse brigade military academy. <laughs> okay. I'm now. a graduate of horse brigade military. But academy. so like they've got these this big huge backfield they'll keep them on and then there's this field that's kind of next to the road they'll right. bring them up to you once in a while and yeah, i think it's like their hay field but like once in a while they'll put the horses there and, and it's cool when they're there because there's a couple hundred sure. of them yeah. and they're all like arabian and they're gorgeous but within like 12 hours 100 Damn. horses have this like square mile absolutely dotted with shit <laughs> they're like geese, everywhere man. Everywhere. <laughs> They're like fucking geese. So why the fuck can't they clean that shit up? Cops in New York that wear bags that collect that shit. I tried I tried squashing my beef with geese this past week too. Did you? Are they yeah. still around? Oh, they're around. Oh, they're everywhere. They never go away. Never go away. They, they, they haven't been around me this year. I was walking through the park and there was one goose that was acting kind of weird, like just the way he was standing off fucking mushrooms. Like he's just chilling by himself, like off the say, side. You should have seen who he was holding. Seemed like he was seemed like he was standing on one leg. You know, he got the re up. <laughs> I was selling. I wasn't looking. Okay. But like, I, so I noticed that he's like standing weird. So I start walking up to him, and he's he's not trying to get away super fast. And he starts limping, and one of his fucking feet is like super swelled up. He had a fishing line wrapped around him. Oh. And so like, I could get close enough to this goose to where like it would. It would want to be aggressive, but it just was like I, you could tell like he he's been fucked up for a while, right? But I still couldn't get him to like get get the thing off. So I was like, I wonder who you call it? What DNR? Yeah, it'd be them or Humane Society? Nobody, nobody, nobody. No, it's nobody. nobody. Like, no. We do not we do not interfere in nature. Whatever happens, happens. You can call like if someone wants to like those. And what's crazy about that? No, 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 no. He's right. I, I ran into that with that fucking possum. 
oh, in yeah. my yard yeah. with the jar on its head. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't get the fucking jar off. And that's in a flashback segment, by you could the use way. A ha- you yeah. could use a hammer. Well, that's exactly that what he mentions in the I was like, I'll use a hammer, but I want to smack this fucker in the head. So I'm like, I'm like okay, hey, concuss or suffocate. Right. Give him the concussion. Right. And it, well, I, it dehydrated was the issue because it, it hadn't been able to drink anything. Because I don't think it, it wasn't going to last long with this jar. It was really at the end of its rope when I saw it. And then, uh, so I called the animal hospital over here, and I'm like, listen, I got this uh, I got this possum with a pickle jar on his head. And, uh, you know, if I could just drop that off, that'd be great. <laughs> just drop this jar yeah. of she possum says, yeah. off. She's like, yeah, mm-mm, not unless you're paying for it. That was the first thing I said was, I'm not paying for this. I just want you to know. I'm not paying for the phone call. I'm not paying for the visit. <laughs> <laughs> I found a possum with a pickle jar on his head. And, um, and, uh, and it's <laughs> in my backyard. People will all want to help wildlife until they realize they actually have to do it themselves. And they're like, well, fuck this possum. <laughs> possum's about to die. Well, Damn. I didn't want, like, there was no, I'm looking around, and the only thing I was like, I have, like, a, I have, like, a hatchet or a hammer. Like, I was like, there's no, I don't want to fucking, so I'm not an expert on jars and possums. So, I mean, I, Mo Alexander, had I known, who has since caught the possum in his house and has now adopted it. And now he's on a Mo has a possum tour. Uh, across America, as we speak, he smashes that jar. It slits the possum's. Throat. That was my oh, concern. That, yeah, he said, "Yeah, now he's on the phone. Like, I, I've stopped the bleeding with my fingers, but <laughs> right. I cannot do sutures right. in the field. I don't know how to do that. I don't know. I, 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 I got a sewing kit. Uh, he I, seems to be lethargic. I think he's lost I, a lot I think of blood. He's, he's not responding to the day. I of the left week. my med kit somewhere else. I can't yeah, do the he, sutures. He Listen, can't tell me his name. He, he can't count airway. to ten. Look, my son <laughs> didn't know where the turn signal was, but I've seen enough, Doctor. Uh, bones to know to sew up. So anyway, so I call I call them like, oh yeah, we don't do any of that. So here's a lady number of a lady that'll rescue him if uh, uh, you know she she might do it and it's independent rescue. Lady. So I call her and she's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm like four hours away. Um, she's like, go ahead and go get yourself a hammer. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was afraid you're gonna say that. I'm afraid I'm gonna bust his neck. And she goes, oh yeah, if that's the case, call me back. And I'm like, you're four hours away. <laughs> I'm not holding his neck together for four hours. I'm just going to keep swinging. <laughs> he comes back. He's like, yeah, um, yep, um, I got the jar off, um, but the neck is broken. So uh, The head is jelly. Uh, waiting you know. for instructions to proceed. It's, uh, and she no, if I let go of it, it just falls limp. <laughs> How do I reattach the head? <laughs> she did. Well, you need to get an MRI and read that first. and calls her back to i threw that one away it wasn't i'm gonna start over yeah. now i've got like 10 more jars out there hopefully i can get another one soon. so anyway so i get this stupid possum and i, I guess this is on a flashback episode so we're double telling the story but i smacked it with a hammer and it and it fell apart perfectly the possum just sat there stunned for a minute, and then the little fucker wouldn't leave me alone. It's fucking crazy, right? He kept following me around the yard. I had to like go inside and wait till he left. He was like, "Should have played dead." Th- this, oh, oh yeah, he wouldn't have known what to do. I think we both really overplayed that. The yeah. quality of that joke—it's a great joke. It got a great reaction in the room. Yeah, so. Before we got sidetracked, we were talking coffee came in for a couple episodes, yeah. and, I, and I overblew. Um, I definitely overblew the fact that Jason was on this big vacation. Uh, Jason wanted a day off. Actually, we we'd had a couple of uh, a bunch of shows, kind of right, pop, pop, pop. Um, 
Do you want to? You want to? Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. D made it seem like I was on vacation. And yeah, I was, I was fucking with him. I was literally just. Uh, it was. Uh. It's been since. Let's see. It started for me like basically what happened is I'm still I'm still dealing. A lot of us are in the comedy scene, man. We're still trying to process uh, what happened with our friend Brian, and um, it, you know he died in June. Um, and it was it's just, it was just a rough thing, you know. He's a good friend to a lot of people, and uh, he was just he was a really close personal friend of mine. Also, just on top of being a comedy guy that was you know everywhere. And uh, it would have been like Fourth of July weekend yeah. was when, um, like, I started doing. I had done a couple of shows since Brian had died, but like Fourth of July was like first real shows I was doing, like yep. sig- not just guest spots or whatever, like significant time. And I was driving to that show, and Brian was supposed to host that show. Yeah. And I just started feeling like real weird about it, you know, driving to a show that this dude was supposed to be on. He's not there, and you know, trying to process. Trying to do comedy without Brian and without my friend also. Yeah. And it, it was just kind of heavy. And, um, like, stand-up was not fun for me after Brian died. It felt like it would just bum me out because I go to do it and, uh, you know, this thing, you, I'm just so used to him being there. This yeah. thing that I that I have connected with him. Yeah. It was just bumming me out. And so I, I just needed to stop doing comedy stuff for just to clear my head for, you know, a couple weeks yeah. Um, so I had I had this is something we've all we've we've all been dealing with. Like you said, actually that show that night, uh, you were in your head about some of your material. Yeah. And um, came to me, before, kind of freaking out. I don't know about doing this. I don't feel right about doing this. And I was just like, man, you're totally in your head about it. But like it's a like on the way to that show. I actually I stepped in and hosted for Brian that show. I was balling the whole damn way to that show. Um, so. 100% like it's been a, it's been a struggle for a lot of us because for for like my case from the moment I stepped into a comedy club Brian was there. Brian started the week before me or 2 weeks before me or something we, we, within within 2 weeks of each other. So since then I mean we were all the new guys that had kind of come in together. So we always we were always sitting there with Joe Tid and and that's where we've that's just that's been our thing every every mic every show every sound check everything that guy's been a part of for me uh he's been a part of every aspect of comedy writing before you go to shows and um yeah it was uh is it different is is you're doing the shows kind of on on reflex uh they were not fun not for a long time and um really make people question whether they wanted to pursue uh, and a lot of that's you're you're you know you're hurt, right? And you're well, sick. and that that was my thing with it because like, um, I didn't want to just like, I knew I had to like just stop and just clear my head and fucking do my own thing. But I, I didn't want to stop like showing up. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I know that's how that's how you just like completely isolate yourself and and, and quit you, doing the shit you're doing. And yep. So I didn't. I mean. Brian died, and I didn't do an open mic for I don't know how long. You were coming out, but I you weren't out, going but up. I wasn't going up. Right. And um, I do think that is important, that, that coming out, because uh, uh, the co- comedians are kind of peculiar type of people. 
Um, they're just oddballs. We're all across the spectrum. I can't. Yeah. I mean, some of them are extroverts. Some of them, a lot of them are introverts. Uh, but they're all kind of oddballs. They're all kind of misfit toys. Uh, I guess. I mean, everybody's kind of damaged in some way that wants to do this. I, I've, I've never met. Oh yeah. Uh, and the, the, there's some secret in Seinfeld's history that we don't know about. Um, nobody. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants to do this without damage. That's just. A, it's just. It is what it is. Um. So, I got it. Every every aspect of it. Today, I had a memory of his popped up, uh, shared from a show two years ago. It was when Scott Curtis uh, uh, gave us both our first twenty minute sets. It was the first time we could do more than a ten minute. It was the first time we did more than a showcase, and uh, for both of us, that was a big deal. That had and we when we we were able to build off of that, and it was uh, to to the day he died to to this day to me. It was he was the first person that was like, "I trust you, double your time, go do it." Like and, and he put us up there in front of a crowd, and and um, I started bawling today when I saw that. You know what I mean? Like it's still it's still something I'm processing, but I I I had told Jason at the time, and I said. We had to get in studio because uh, I didn't think we had any episodes. I think all our episodes in the can were gone. And so Jason had, you know. Well, because, yeah, uh, when Brian died, um, the next time we were supposed to get together to record, there was no fucking way yeah. that we yeah. were going to be able to come in here and, and yeah. put anything coherent down. You, you would have just heard three dudes crying, taking turns crying yeah. into a microphone. So um, that's when, you know, we released the... Uh, the compilation of all of his appearances here. Right. Um, and that became an episode. So then, you know, another two weeks goes by. Uh, it was a month before we started talking on Mike again after Brian died, probably. It, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Cause I did a few, I did a few spots that were like shorter appearances, the 10 minute spots and whatnot, literally on, um, on uh, like literally bawling in the car, uh, uh, going inside when you get your face composed, you know, doing your ten minutes or whatnot, and then going back outside and just just in a daze. Like, but but it was that was your muscle memory. It wasn't anything fresh, you know, that you had to talk. So we held off getting back together for a while. Um, we had a couple of things memorial wise to do too. So when we had to get back in the studio, Jason had just realized it. Uh, I, yeah, I I was not I was not mentally prepared to do it yet, um, and uh, like I said, just anything comedy related was bumming me out at the time. It was just it, there's it was too much. It just reminded me too much of you know yeah. a Brian and uh, so yeah, that's uh, I had, you know had to had to take a take a little bit to clear my head out and anytime you do, uh, there's an unusual bond. Uh, servicemen and women that, that were in the military together. Um, there was a saying when I was when I was with uh, 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 my my good my good name my navy buddy was a marine, but uh, a Billy, his mom and his dad was a Navy SEAL, but his mom had said one time, "There's a difference between your buddy and your Navy buddy," and it was and it, that stems yeah. to the fact that you do a lot of, of really strange shit together, right? You just do a lot of wild shit together, right. and and I felt a. I've got a very similar bond that with my comedy family, the guys that I look like and the girls that I look at my, my comedy family around here because we do just crazy shit together. And uh, so when you lose somebody that, that was – and these guys, when I say comedy family, I mean, they're, they're involved in every aspect of my – I mean, like like uh, my girlfriend's 100% aboard and, and like 
these guys are my life, this whole thing. And uh, it was it was a huge we, – we were talking about this today because we wanted to – man, this is this – is, people like, struggle with this. People shit. struggle with this, and, and it's one of those things that we um, – just kind of for our own sanity – I felt like I feel like we kind of almost just glossed over. We, the we whole needed thing, to address you know what I mean? it. Yeah, so, yeah. We wanted to talk about Brian. I don't have the relationship. I mean, Brian and I just pretty much just met, and I didn't know him the Through way the you studios, guys did. Right. Yeah. Um, so I felt honored to be invited to the tribute show to to come out because uh, I love the guy. He was a lot of fun. He was really good on the show. <clears throat> But the one thing that got me even more than I thought it was going to is the enormous amount of respect that literally everybody in that scene had. Oh for yeah, him. that that, that dude rare. Well, he he literally and and Jeff Jeff uh, mentioned it that night. But he was the he's what united those two scenes together. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, because there were. It, it, Comedy scenes can be very, very uh, isolated. Every every group thinks they're better than the next group, and it's one of those things where you know, it, it can, you can butt heads a lot just from being from a certain place, you know. And um, but you know that Valpo scene, that 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 region scene, man, is like there's just a bunch of super cool people who are just not shitty about it, and I feel like yeah. Brian had a lot to do with that because he's just the guy. Who makes relationships? He was people. the glue that held yeah. it all together, really, he, he, in a he lot was de- of ways. He just he, and for so many of us, he was a writing partner. That um, you know, and there was so much. Once you really got down to it, the comedy writers workshop is a thing that we were part of for a while. There, that was something that he started, and then the club started running afterwards. The uh, the uh, the Zoom mics was something that the DIY guy started with. Brian was the head of a lot of all that stuff. Um, there was so many things that, that he had an impact on. That guy was the most famous, non-famous guy out there. Like, like if if you were in all into the the scene, the entertainment scene, uh, man, he he had an impact on you. If if but if you weren't, you may you probably never even because if outside of the comedy scene his choice to place to be would be out in the woods about 15 miles deep or on disc golf course right and i i didn't think about it until afterwards but i brought my son with me um mm-hmm. to that because i wanted him to see you guys and he poisoned him yeah I, he wants but to be see, we've talked about that on the show <laughs> i wanted him to see you guys perform but he's part of that room and i feel like in and while he's there he's like i want to do this it almost seems like he's you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a new comic out there because of once again Brian isn't even there. Yeah. But he's there's Made another an one going to be there because well, he it was, was there. And what you're referring to is uh, uh, we did a we did a uh, the Jeff. Well, I can't say enough about that guy. Um, he is everything everything horrible you hear about the entertainment industry. Jeff is not right. All right, so. Um, the quintessential Harvey Weinstein horrible motherfucker. <laughs> Jeff just is he's the exact opposite of these people. Uh very supportive, uh very supportive of your career, oh, trying to push new guys up, trying to trying to uh network and branch out and um, yeah. if you're if you are a funny person that shows up to their open mic, you will get booked to be on a show. He'll put you on there. He'll there's, give you a shot. Yeah, that's a, he's he's one of those guys that is like if you're funny, you're good enough to do it. Yeah. 
I'll give you a no, chance. No other bullshit. You don't have to prove this and jump through these hoops. There's a lot of that in this industry. Oh, and, yeah. And, and Jeff just yeah. doesn't put the hurdles there. He just wants you to be funny. That's the that's all he's asking for. But the um, uh, So he kind of hosted a private memorial uh, for the club and those of us in, in the industry that, that wanted to, to have a word and wanted to say something for Brian. And, um, and it and, – uh, a bunch of people went up that night, and it, it was real fantastic. They got to roast Brian a little bit, and then they got to talk about why he was important to him. And without that, I couldn't have gone back on that fucking stage, man. Like that was like an exorcism of a lot of. We're well, watching stuff that for me. too. What that did for the family, I think they understood then what the what you guys impact. interacting with them, the impact that their son had had. On literally hundreds of people in this room, everybody that was there oh, had an yeah. impact on. Yeah, and, and he had talked about moving it to the bigger room, but he wanted it to be a more intimate. He right. wanted everybody in there on the other, and um, yeah, without that thing, I couldn't have. Uh, but then ultimately, we we all got together and we uh, we uh, they did a GoFundMe, which which we nailed in like three days, two days uh, to put up a memorial. Um, uh, at what at his favorite this golf course, so he's gonna. There's a memorial bench that's gonna go up. Uh, it's gonna be a tribute to Brian and DIY and just the stuff he started. And um, but we just thought it was important to talk about it because it hurt. It hurt, man. Um, yeah, it was rough. It still is, you know. And that's what the one thing also that. I, I mean, I knew how close I was with Brian, but it was just, um, I didn't realize that, you know, as important as he was to me, like, he meant that same thing to so many fucking people yeah. out there. Yeah. It was like, that guy had so many people that, you know, really, really leaned on him a lot for a lot of things in their lives. Yeah, that guy was, that guy was a rock for, uh, for a lot of individuals. And um, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, uh, I was with him, so... I had the uh, the job of telling these people. Everybody I talked to said that guy was my best friend. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we these are these uh, these are issues that uh, we just wanted to bring up because it did feel like we glossed over it. Uh, not to gloss over just because it's a uh, yeah it's very painful yeah yeah but we did want to talk about it so that you understood uh yeah jason jason just had a day off is all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but coffee stepped in did a uh did a good job um always does a good job and um I I and I selfishly leaned on coffee. We talked about bringing Joe in, and my concern with bringing Joe in, just at the time, we still hadn't done, we hadn't talked about Brian, we hadn't really, we hadn't even talked about how we wanted to handle it. So uh, when he said he needed that break, I didn't want to immediately bring in someone that was so close to us that we would be talking about the same issues. Right. I knew if I brought coffee in, he was going to be able to fill some time and and on on subject matter C. And we could uh, we could roll with it. So right. um, it's just something. It's just some of the behind the scenes struggles that we were going through. This is a, this is a, this is a podcast about our struggles uh, as we as we climb through the comedy scene. So it is. A, so it, we thought it was important though to share that, like 
to share this because this this was a major, um, still is, uh, obviously something that well, we. Uh, and let me say, I commend both you guys because comedy or not, people deal with this all the time, and I think it's important that you guys are sharing how you dealt with it. You're going to help a lot of people deal with a similar issue in their life at some point, and I, I, I say that's good for you. Well, what I think is important is that you, you, I think what's important to take away from this is that you do what Jason did, where exactly, yeah, you recognize that you need that day and take that day, right? And if, and if somebody uh, uh, needs that, they just support them in it. And let them take their thing. Yep. Because uh, you know this is uh, we're all just we're it's 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 not about that end journey. It's about the ride that got you there. So we want to give a shout out to Coffee for stepping in. I uh, want to give a shout out to Joe uh, for stepping in for us because uh, then immediately I took off to L.A. right after that, and uh, so our our so like what's funny is what they heard was some shows that we recorded we had on we had like locked away and yeah. then coffee we recorded after that but they heard that first and then some of our older shows we recorded before the coffee thing came in and then i was in la so then I, we did a call-in show and then joe was in so it's been it's been pretty crazy and we hadn't had a chance to address that and we we had talked about addressing a couple of months ago and we just we we, we just haven't been able we haven't we haven't had a chance and then so it's out there um you know, it's just something. It's just something we're continuing to struggle with. It gets a little easier with time. Any right. any of that stuff, it does. But I think the important thing to take away is if you recognize if you need that day, and take that day uh, for yourself, for uh, for your family, or just for anyone around you. And if you know somebody that needs that day, just support them by saying, "Take it." Yeah, go, go do it. I yeah. mean, I'm thinking employers or whoever. Oh, yeah. Just Not let them have it. Yeah, fuck your job. <laughs> Take it down. <laughs> you got that one hundred percent right. Your yeah. mental health is more important. And he didn't even get to do do what he wanted to do because uh, Joe Tid showed up and rated, <laughs> rated the. Uh... We, me and Joe went the next weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They did. They didn't end up going out. But uh, we got some shows coming up. Um, Rusty's going to put together. Yep. Um, and we're going to include Joe Tid's nine eleven DIY show. By God, because uh, it's a nine eleven DIY show. Why wouldn't we include it? The yeah, uh, okay. All right. See what happened, Rusty, when you were hitting up for the, for the dates for the promo. Oh yeah. Um, this was after Tuesday's episode had aired, so I figured this won't be till the next episode. Right. Well, then apparently you made an edit. And well, I can edit those things anytime. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, and I didn't well, do it either. So, I didn't okay. throw it out. So there. after the episode had come out, you had re-released it with that promo, and Joe's <laughs> yeah. like, "Heard all your dates, but you didn't mention this date." <laughs> I was like, dude, I thought that promo was running next week. I yeah. didn't know. Here's the thing: I, I only threw out. I didn't. There was two or three dates. We I didn't throw out to you because I didn't have well, that's, like some of the I, info. Yeah, I didn't. Hand. I didn't throw out the show for Saturday, and then I have a show that's it's still a little bit out, and the club hasn't even announced it yet. So yeah, I didn't want to. You right. know, right. But Joe's like, yeah, you didn't have this 28th show on there. So is he? Is he so getting we're gonna the, is we're gonna re- the complex. No, so we're gonna release. <laughs> we're gonna cut a new fucking ad. That uh, will air on the show that you heard last week. <laughs> <laughs> Let me yeah. throw this. All right, hold on. Today is uh, the 29th of right? November <laughs> in Atlantic City. Term- Terminator timeline. Utah. Yeah, today is the 29th. The next uh, thing, make sure you let everyone know that on the 28th. I'll be at the Eagles' mess. <laughs> now, can we also... That was last night. I was yeah. there. Right. 
Can we also uh, tell folks that uh, in addition to right before the show, we'll have it on. I put those out individually. So if you're wanting to see these guys, go hit the podcast, and there'll be an announcement there, like a 60-second thing that'll run down those yeah, dates. Yeah, he does. Separate from yeah, the so you'll see like Yeah, so you'll see like a one-minute podcast. So you don't have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. You can just go hit that little ad that says this is where our guys are. So yeah, that'll be separate and with the with the podcast. That's a good point. Every once in a while, you will see like a one minute podcast, right? Um, uh, that some people click on, others don't. But it's um, if you see that, it's just a, it's just a promo running of where we are, uh, where we're going to be next. Um, England, I got my fingers crossed. One of these days, <laughs> we're going to come see ya. Somebody's going to come in and order fish and chips. Fish and chips. I got I'm fucking my. <laughs> I I have to get a birth certificate before I can go to England. So well, there you go, and that's not going to happen because uh, I I thought Jason was proof of his fucking birth. Who are you? That's what? Yeah, BMV says I don't exist. That's right. And you can reach us at the show at lm uh, at fucking FIV Gmail. Let me five. Sake, put the bong away for five fucking minutes. FIVE at Gmail. At Dean Journey Comedy uh, at Gmail. Uh, and you can also get me at DeanJourneyComedy.com. That should be up and running by now. If not, then it's completely because I've been too lazy to do it. <laughs> so uh, I'll be like I'll be like uh, Kanye West. I'm going to keep coming out with these uh, these uh, website promos. I need some dancers. We'll yeah, I saw. I don't, I don't know how much truth is in it, but someone posted a thing that Kanye West has made over $12, 12 million dollars on this new album that hasn't even been released yet. I don't know how it's possible because I've already, well, I've already he has, found... He's had listening parties that you pay to go and listen to the album. He sold merch based off the new oh, album. That's true. And since he's announced his new... Since he's been doing this promo tour, I guess he's made over $350 million in additional streaming revenue since he's been, you know, trending and whatnot. That's crazy, too, because I have had, uh, like, four Russian websites offer me that album for, like, the last two weeks. <laughs> That's, I'm not even kidding. You can say what you want about that guy, but he is a fucking marketing genius. He can make money out of oxygen. I don't, I don't know if he's a marketing genius as much as... Um, He's a freak show that people like to watch. He's a, he's a whore. That's a good point. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? Like, yeah, people, you're right. people paid you're money right. to see the Elephant Man right. too, and it was simply to watch the shit show. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're because I mean, right I, I, Kanye is a very talented person. He's put out a lot of great music, but he's just become like this other thing. Yeah, to where yeah, it's you're like, right. Like, oh, this is going to go one way that's not normal. Great. Let's watch this shit. <laughs> fucking great. Now I'm never getting on his podcast. I'm never getting on his fucking music video because uh, Jason LaFoon just got me canceled by Kanye West. Don't you know the Kardashians? You can get no, in that not one. yet. I mean, I've only... I, I got another trip you out to LA. LA. Damn it. <laughs> I, got a, I got another trip to the children's clinic. That's <laughs> 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 that a children's spot? I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Thanks for joining us. Check out the uh, flashback or should we talk about the spotlight? It's coming up. I don't know when it's going to be introduced. So we have a segment coming up. Flashbacks are going to, they're going to, they're going to be a thing of the past. Um, the thing was that radio show that Rusty and I did, we had a lot of good episodes, a lot of good guests, and we wanted to make sure the meat of that uh, got put out there and it's out there now. So uh, pretty soon, maybe today, 
You're going to hear some, uh, uh, instead of a flashback, it's going to be a Light Me Up 5 spotlight where we're going to be uh, talking with comics out in the field, out in the wild. In the wild. Out in the wild. So there right. we go. Yep. Coming up next, it's a Light Me at 5 flashback. You're not going to make me f- fight Mike Fisher today, are you? No. Okay. Okay. So, uh, welcome to our segment with the Sage of Marshall County, Dean Jernigan. How are Good you, man? Good morning, Plymouth. No frogs in your Plymouth yet? and Northern Rochester and surrounding areas <laughs> and South South Bend. Yes, we do get up. And Culver. We actually get to Peru with our AM do signal. We really? Yes. Good morning, Peru. Good morning, Peru. How are you guys doing down there? Yeah, we're doing well. My mom lives in Peru. She does? Yes, she does. She could get our AM signal. She's not interested. Oh, okay. Well, well, your dad gave you a bike, so. That's true. Well, he's trying to kill me, I think. <laughs> I haven't. I have not gotten to ride Purgatory since our last show. Really? But I, I, I kind of have to do it on my days off. Okay, so yeah. I've got one coming up. So you're gonna me and Purgatory are gonna ride again. You realize by naming your bike tur- Purgatory, you're literally saying that every time you get on it, it, it is a a trip to hell. Yeah, that was the purpose of the name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was something bike cool, I didn't sp- you know, it was was a song on a bicycle built for two. It's supposed to be a sunny, happy, <laughs> loving thing. Yay! Oh. Yay, we're on a bike. Yeah. Not 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 the case. <laughs> really? If I if it was something cool I would have named it uh I'll see I forget it now, the Roman name for handsome there. Oh yeah. Uh Guapo? That no, that's Spanish. It's not, it's not Claudius. I don't even remember. Yeah. I would have named it Fluffy Kitten. <laughs> fluffy, if it was something cool. Fluffy Kitten. You know, I well, I was in the Navy. Yeah, I know that. I was stationed in uh, Jacksonville, which is not part of Florida. It's uh, part of Georgia. Make no mistake. Really? It's southern Georgia. It's Florida. Florida. <laughs> yeah, there's no Florida. question. Anyone who's anyone who has uh, uh, anyone who has um, been there understands it. It's, it's southern, Florida. Yeah, it's southern Georgia. Okay. So. When I was in Jacksonville, when I was stationed down there, there was a sailor, and I wouldn't say his name if I can remember it, but I don't remember it, uh, who was arrested and charged with treason. You know, this seems to be a general theme of your your, your stories from Jacksonville, is everybody's getting arrested. Treason. Oh, well, treason is a Hi. little bit different. Treason. Really? He was Ooh. selling I, military IDs to the KGB. You're kidding me. No, it's a true story. And uh, I remember reading this, you know, and everybody's like, treason. Wow, that's crazy. And, like, I kept thinking, yeah, 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 treason. Um, <laughs> how do you get a hold of the KGB? Like, let's just say, for instance, I had a pile of secrets, and I wanted to sell said secrets. How did you even go about doing that? Uh. Well, nowadays, I'd say Google it. 
Yeah, the time though. <laughs> but well, they they wouldn't, there was be, a Russian, they wouldn't be listed in the phone book. There was a Russian neighborhood in Jacksonville, and I had a, like a sneaky suspicion you would just like walk around the neighborhood and be like, "I got the secrets. <laughs> <clears throat> I got the stuff. We need to know." You had like a big trench coat on. Hey, yeah, military ID. Yeah, got like, him. You got just, him. Yeah, you, anyone with a Russian accent, you're just like, "Hey, it's nice to meet you, Vlad." <laughs> I got the stuff. Because like okay, so like what they they um, they often and, and and history has shown that the Russians use very attractive women to okay, to, yeah. to snare you. We just had a a woman yes. arrested. Yes, recently. This, this, that's, for that that is literally yeah. like by the book. They use these real attractive women. Gee, they, how would they know that that American men would be attracted to women? Right. I, I just it's crazy. So I tried to sell secrets <laughs> for years. Even fake secrets, you know. Like I had, I had secrets. I had the the uh, code for thirty lives at Contra that I was willing to give up, <laughs> but I couldn't find a Russian woman anywhere that was willing to, you know, hook me up for up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A B A, select, start. What the heck was that? That's th- see, you don't know. No. That if any. I will explain the meaning of that to uh, any Russian operatives in the in and around the Plymouth area. <laughs> Could reach me. Uh, it's the Thirty Lives on Contra. What's Thirty Lives on Contra? On, on Nintendo, it was the first. It was the first oh, okay. secret well, I, code right. in a video game. All right. At the st- when it goes start, you would hit up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A B A, select, start, boom, and you had thirty lives. See, you just gave it, gave it away. You're, no. you're, well, no, it didn't work. No for Russian me. woman is going to come and find you. But now, I mean, like, I, you- it was a serious inquiry of mine as to like what, how do you even go about finding? Because like, okay, so so Oswald thought he knew all this stuff. Yeah, and. He had a difficult time. Uh, he, I mean, he went to the Russian embassy oh, yeah. and, and was like, "I've got it... secrets," and they were like, "Get out of here, hobo!" You know. Yeah, he spent some time in Cuba as well, as I understand. Yeah. So, so then they finally let him yeah. into Russia just as a propaganda tool, and like they spent like four hours with him. Like this guy doesn't know anything, so they give him a job in a factory and send him down the way. You know, like 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 I'm just saying, like how do you even go about it? I'm curious. <clears throat> now, now I, to the FBI, who will be a, uh, uh, contacting <laughs> so late. me later. Yes, um, this is a comedy show. <laughs> well, remember, Kim Jong Un is a frequent listener to the station. Well, you didn't know that he did get voted like the world's sexiest, world's sexiest man. man. Yeah, that's true. And I can see it. I can really see it. Well, see, him. there you go. He's North got Korean. The, he's got that mysterious Oriental thing going on. That, Although, that aura, you know, I would sell the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A B A, select, start to the North Koreans, but they tend to just spray poison gas in your face. So I'm not sure that that's a route I want to go. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. Okay, I'm not going there. I was going to say something else, but I'm. I'll keep it to myself. Or it was a, it was a chemical? I guess it wasn't a gas. It was a, just a chemical. I don't remember. What do you? They killed his like brother. Oh yeah, that's right. In in yeah. China. Yeah. When he that's was, like the second or third time. He was like on vacation. But again, got, though, got it was killed. very attractive women that carried it out. Do we see a common theme here? So North Koreans are also suckers for very attractive women. I'm starting to. I'm starting, I'm starting to, to think s- that maybe it has nothing to do with race, gender, creed, or religion. It has to do with. 
Well, gender. Yeah. 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 Comes down to gender. Comes down to gender. Oh, we're suckers. Yeah, we are. We certainly are. Yeah. Do I do I feel like we're headed somewhere? Possibly. It... <laughs> <laughs> do I feel like we're going a certain direction? I'm just saying, like, when you've got some secrets to sell and they just spray a chemical in your face, it stinks. <laughs> Love stinks. Love stinks. Okay, be happy. I picked up on the cue this time. <laughs> and it was subtle. Yes, it was, it was very subtly subtle. Going you were going it. there, and I'm like, oh, I see where he's going. There we go. Love does stink. And we Indeed. have another story, obviously, from the dating world that has to do with selling secrets. I, I'm getting, I'm starting <laughs> to get more of these than I can even put out. Oh, I know. Like, I've gotten, like, yeah. I've got, like, five in the wait, waiting. <laughs> um, and, and, this, and I'm like, like as unbelievable as some of these sound, like they are like Oh yeah. Yeah and to the sky. And I promise you this I occurred say, and I believe it. Yeah. They, they, uh, now these are real stories these that are, are real that stories. are told to you or that have happened to you. Yes. So. Um it's the wonderful world of internet dating, I gotta <laughs> tell you. Uh you know, I even if I if I do find uh that young lady one day, I really hope she lets me keep these things so I've got endless <laughs> material to use. So well, that's part of the dating ritual with you. She's gotta understand that. Yeah. That this is I'm just working, dear. Yeah. I'm not looking for anybody. I'm no, just working. This is my I'm job. working. Yeah. This is my job. Yep, I'm working. So our Juliet today is going to be <laughs> Margaret. Oh, now, wait a minute. We have to change the name. Yeah. So All names and locations are changed. Okay, so yeah. Margaret Margaret's is not, not the real name. No. That happens to be my wife's name. So is it I'm, really? I'm, yeah, I'm kind of concerned here as this goes forward. So, yeah, that is my wife's name. And our Romeo in this instance is going to be Clarence. Okay. I'm going to have to go home and ask her about Clarence then. So, <laughs> Margaret <laughs> meets her Clarence. Yeah. She, uh... She's on, uh, I believe this one was on POF, Plenty of Fish. She, See, I uh, saw that on the internet, dude. Yeah. Like, plenty of fish in the sea, well, Rusty. Didn't, didn't I send you yeah. something that had There's to do There's plenty of trash, too. Is <laughs> 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 that the truth? So uh, our Margaret comes across to Clarence. Okay. And swipes right. Lo and behold, he swiped right, too. Swipe right is just, I, I, I guess I don't quite get it. There's this... Yeah, it's uh, a lot of them, like, uh, I'll use OkCupid, for example. OkCupid, okay, that's oh, another there's one? so many, yeah. There's so many. Oh, my God. If Thank you, if God you, I'm married. Thank <laughs> God I'm married. If you swipe right, that means you like them. If you swipe left, you're nope, nope, nope. And it Isn't even that, stamps, it even has, like, a red, like, nope stamp across their forehead. It goes, poof. Isn't that kind of a leftist thing? Yeah, right is good, left is bad, right. We're yeah. all on the same page. <laughs> all right. All right. So that's a handest and, statement. And if they <laughs> <laughs> and if uh, if they also swipe right, like okay, Cupid doesn't let you send a message to him because like okay. POF, yeah. you, like some of these girls they've showed me, they've gotten like six hundred messages. Oh my god! Yeah, and they are uh, they are doozies. Uh, <laughs> Uh, one gentleman was inquiring on um, whether he should bring his Nintendo over and hook her and play Super Mario, and then when she didn't respond, he got rather upset. 
and started name calling. This is the kind of stuff that they run into. And uh, okay, Cupid won't allow you to send a message <laughs> unless you both swiped right, which is at least narrows down. Uh, yeah, some yeah, of that. yeah. So uh, Margaret reached across time and space. <laughs> And connected with Clarence. Swiped right. Swiped right. And they uh, they talked. And they met up. They decided to meet up at a public place. Okay, good idea. That's the thing you yeah, do now. That's a good idea. Which is funny because you didn't know them any better back in the day when you gave them their address and they'd come to pick up at your house. Yeah, it, it just yeah. now. No, yeah. that, that, that creeps me out just hearing you say that. Yeah, yeah, I know. So it's, it's just funny that like that used to be the norm. So now, so they meet up in public place and then, and then she gets into his car and they go to the movies. Okay. Now, you know my thoughts on a movie is a first date. Yeah, you, you've made that very clear. Terrible, terrible move to okay. start with. All right. They go to the movies. They're in the, they're in the parking lot. And before they even get out, Clarence starts, quote, unquote, ugly sobbing. Okay, you, you have to define that term because I'm not when sure. When you're crying so hard. So, <laughs> When that you're, kinda, when you're that crying kinda, so hard that things are just draining out of you. I just remember my mother went to a movie. It was it was <laughs> actually he had gone to therapy all day or earlier that day about his ex wife, recently divorced, and it just hit him <laughs> at the movie with in the, the parking date. lot with the date. Uh, <laughs> and she doesn't, and poor Margaret doesn't really know him. So she's like doing the old Sheldon Cooper, they're there, uh, they're there. Perhaps you're not ready to date. And he does the old, the arm clean from his face, the arm swipe. Oh, no, no. it's okay. Oh, no. I love Clarence. Love Clarence. Why do you do? Why do you love Clarence? You know how good I look in response to Clarence. I could eat dinner with my feet, and I still come off as a better date. Did you drop your fork? Let me get that. <laughs> Just reach over between the toes, hand it out. I hope you don't mind. I came straight from work. I brought Santi wipes for my toes. Did you get that far? Clarence, what what are you thinking, man? Oh, yeah, bad move, Clarence. I usually wait until I disappoint a woman after sex before I start crying. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I usually have a reason to sob. <sighs> that's, a, that's a little more information <laughs> from you, actually. Uh, just to be honest oh. about that, I... I you know, have you ever thought about this? Okay, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out here, right? just just so we you, you think about it. <laughs> uh, I've been married a long time. Yeah. But I kind of know how to act in public. Yeah. You haven't been married a long time. Right. But you kind of know how to date. <laughs> Do you think, you remember that movie with Chris Rock where he was, or no, who, yeah, it was Chris Rock who was the, the, the date guy or he was oh, teaching uh, Will guys. Smith. Will Smith was teaching guys to be smooth on date. Maybe we ought to start a service like that for guys like Clarence who, who don't uh, understand sobbing deeply about your ex-wife on a date with another woman is probably not a good idea. I know. We could get that across to them. We could make that clear. I, some, like, there's, like, I would have thought there's no market for that. But 
The more you tell me, the more I think you're you're wrong. We yeah. can make money at this. Yeah, the more the fact that like every single woman <laughs> that I talk to has more I, than one. Has more than one. Yeah. And um I, I like I'm just like I didn't know that this was like for instance with the uh the gentleman with the Super Nintendo. <laughs> um not the right approach. Oh no. I'm just no. saying. For a forty-year-old woman right. to be like, should I bring on my Super Nintendo? Uh, it's a PlayStation Four world, brah. <laughs> it's time to come into the two thousands. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you'd said Fortnite, you were in there. You were in there, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not smooth by any At stretch point, of the imagination. I've, been, I've become kind of a professional dater. I, I do know how to go out and sit at a table and eat dinner with somebody and not make them uncomfortable. Sick. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and you're smooth. Do you eat with their feet? <sighs> no. I'm going to work on that. No, I don't think so. I think that's a bad idea. I'm smooth. I appreciate that. But you are smooth. I am smooth. You are smooth. So, you know, we, we got the smooth. We got the stable. Maybe, you know. a, maybe consulting firm? Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm telling you. I, she said I'm in full-blown body-racking sobs. Just... I. You just know, this, pull up there. You ready to go? <laughs> I, I, I just got to be honest with you. There's some that you've told me that we, we can't talk about yeah. on the air. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I, people behave this way? I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling uh, them. Okay, here, here's the example I gave, right? <laughs> um, I gave this example to uh, 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 a lovely young lady that works with me. Um who's also married and never did the really internet dating thing. She yeah. was like, I just don't understand it. Right. I go, listen, it's no different than the old fashioned going to the bar to meet somebody. Okay. I, that's, I, I don't like going to the bar to meet somebody because you're meeting them when they're intoxicated. Right. So, so you're not meeting them and you have no way of knowing whether they're like, well, you don't know if they're being truthful on the internet. Well, you don't know they're being truthful in person either. No. So when you go to the bar, like take these records in this room, for example, uh, we are in the uh, second studio again. Yes, we are. The uh, the 1950s uh, Batcave <laughs> that's full of thousands of records. But if you go to the bar, you have possibly three of these records. And when I say that, when I break that down by, you go to a bar and it's full of people. Say it's packed. you got to cut that in half. Half are roughly women, half are roughly men. Okay, so, yeah. so So whichever, wherever you're going for, half only half the crowd, right? right. Then And then probably another half of those are... are Taken. Right. Or more. Right. So then you've cut it again. Right. So now you're dealing with like a third uh, or a, a, even like a quarter or less than a quarter of the crowd now is the uh, single gender of your choice. Right. Now, of those, yeah, not everybody's going to appeal to you, all right? Like you're not yeah, taking sure. it just to yeah. anyone home. So, so you've got about two, maybe three in that bar. So I've got three of these records in the bar. Right? <laughs> okay. Now- they're just randomly plucked off the shelf. How crazy they are, who knows? Yeah. But when I go online, I've got the entire record store to choose from. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. what? So what tends to happen is the crazy <laughs> records are like are like a bull in a china shop. Like, They're like, like yeah. It's like you get the weird Al Yankovic coming out yeah. at you. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. and they tend to be yeah. a little overpowering. Right. And they tend to seem to make enough noise that you don't hear the non-crazy. So you have to wade through all that right. to find the nuggets. 
that you want. So, so you're wading through all the Weird Al Yankovics yes. to so, find so to find the why, Beatles. Uh, my point is that there's just these all these crazy people exist on the street. It's just See, that your narrow area of, of meeting them. When you go online, you're meeting like all of them are there. So you see all the records in the store, and there's a lot of music you don't like, but yeah. you got, but you can still find Houses of the Holy in there somewhere. <laughs> you just got to dig. You got to dig through a lot of crappy records to get to Houses of the Holy. That's what I'm saying. Or you got to dig through a lot of crappy records to get to some Jagatis bands. <laughs> Love stinks. There is only one Jay Giles. I, I, I'm just telling you, man. I think we, we got. I think I'm onto something. Consulting. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm I'm all about making a buck. So. <laughs> well, I'm 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 about helping people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, somebody had to paint the sign that says "Cliff Ahead." Don't walk off of it in a fog. Somebody had to make the sign that said, don't eat the Tide Pod. I'm just saying, you're helping, but you're making a little bit of change. Ooh, I see what you did there. You brought this whole episode back to the beginning. Well. Dude, you're a genius. That wasn't today. You're a genius. That would have been our conversation oh, from the last one. Was that? Yeah. The Russian spies was today. How do you get a hold of a Russian to, to sell them secrets? <laughs> You know, I feel you know, like maybe you ought to start the consulting business by yourself because I've forgotten everything. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking too? I'm yeah. thinking, yeah, it, this is similar to being in the KGB. All <laughs> these crappy records keep coming at you <laughs> with secrets you don't want, and you got to find that houses of the holy. <laughs> I am with the KGB. <laughs> you will not do this. Oh, wait a minute! I sound like Mike Fisher. That was uh, for another episode. Okay, that's true. sorry. Mike Fisher. <laughs> Whatever he got, I think he got that loan. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> he better get on this show. Or we're going to start making fun. We, we definitely uh, will make fun of him even when he's on I'm the gonna show. I'm going to give him another chance. Okay. I'm going to message him again. Okay. And then we'll have to uh, send the team in. <laughs> with <the> microphones. <laughs> okay. Light me at five. Light me at five. Light me at five.